0: Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at ChurchesCare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors, about bundling your home and auto. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to uh, check out the Exxon Broadcast Network schedule online, it's www.xzbn.net. And for the Exxon TV channel on Simultv, channel 21, www.simultv.com. Now, before we get to my guest this hour, I would just like to just like to send our thoughts and prayers to the people in Pittsburgh who were victimized by a senseless act of violence this past Saturday at the Tree of Life Synagogue. You know, we need to get together as a, as a human race, and we need to snuff out violence. Violence is not the answer to anything. Love is the answer. So to all the people who have lost family, or who know someone who has been injured or taken away from us way too fast because of this act of violence, our thoughts and prayers are to each and every one of you. And as a former member of law enforcement, a first responder up here in Canada, to my brethren in blue in the United States, God bless you guys, and uh, we hope that each and every one of you who were injured in this horrific act get uh, get back to the force as soon as you can we need you guys and to all the members of law enforcement first responders we salute you Exonation, my guest this hour is linda bachman she is a licensed psychologist and regression therapist has been in private practice for more than 30 years now since 1993 dr bachman has guided innumerable individuals in regression hypnotherapy to access their past lives between lives In this way, she assists people to more fully recognize who they are as souls throughout our many lifetimes and during the times that we cannot incarnate regression. Hypnotherapy allows the client to understand their soul mission, soul progress, soul relationships, and much more. Dr. Bachman's work includes guiding soul regressions speaking and writing as well as training others in soul regression hypnotherapy both in the u.s. and abroad joining me now from boulder colorado is dr bachman and linda welcome back to the exome
1: thank you so much rob it's good to be with you
0: always good talking to you linda um why is regression hypnotherapy so popular these days
1: Well, I think that's a great statement, and I think it's growing in popularity. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that that's a that's a great question. I, I, you know, I, I basically it, it makes me go back to your opening, and I'm so glad that you acknowledged and and supported these people that just went through such a horrific experience. It's, it's awful, Linda. Uh, I, I mean, there you are. You have many of the problems in our culture mm-hmm. that show up in those kinds of events. I, I think, you know, basically, Rob. Uh, I, I believe that people are looking for deeper answers, deeper explanation to, you know, why am I here, mm-hmm. who am I, what's the point, um, how can I assist humanity to move beyond these kind of crazy, fear-based, hate-based situations. So people are looking for, I think, deeper, deeper awareness of, of what's the point in their life and life overall.
0: Um. Maybe for our listeners who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of listening to you on the show before, Linda, maybe you can describe to our listening audience, what is soul regression?
1: Okay. Well, soul regression basically is um, a trained therapist, such as myself Mm -hmm. or many other uh, trained therapists, uh, you know, in the U.S. and Canada and outside of both of those two countries where you and I live. Yes. So a regression therapist guides the client. It's almost like the reverse of someone who's a capable channel or medium. The regression therapist guides the client to become their own, you might say, channel to access important past lives, to access understanding of who they are as a soul, why are they in body. Um, The client is using their own intuitive capabilities. We can all access our own soul level information as Mm -hmm. well as our own spiritual guides
0: in your regression practice how did you learn that we incarnate between both earth and not on earth or interplanetary
1: yeah that's a great question um so back years ago when i was Mm -hmm. training in regression work Um, I had a mentor and um, one of my mentors is a person that many people have read his books, Dr. Michael Newton. Mm -hmm. And in the work um, that Newton did, essentially Newton verified aspects of the afterlife and how we plan our lives. He, He basically did regression work and discovered that clients began to tell him similar sorts of things. Michael would say um, in my years of of training with him that we have lives on earth and we have lives not on earth. I accepted that, I believed that and maybe for the first, I've been guiding regression for about 25 years and I've been a psychologist about 40 years. For the first maybe 10 years, Rob, of my regression practice, periodically I had a client Um, uh, access a past life not on earth that Mm -hmm. seemed very believable but then suddenly in the range of 10 to 15 years ago I started noticing in my regression practice that more than half of my clients without me directing them to go to a life not on earth you know just directing them to uh, allow a past life to come forward that about half or more of my clients were accessing past lives not on Earth. Hmm. And so I realized there was some reason, I believe, that my guides wanted me to work with individuals to understand more about why do we have past lives not on Earth.
0: Well, where do the souls originate from, I guess, is a is a starting point. If we can understand this, maybe we'll be able to understand what soul regression is is about. You know, many people believe that when they're born, this is the first incarnation that they've had. So where does the soul actually originate from then, Linda?
1: As best I understand, that's a question I'm asked periodically. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very, uh, you might say, esoteric question that um, I think the human brain that we have in many ways is is only has a certain degree of capability, so my understanding of where do souls originate is that it has has to do with um higher frequency it has to do with um an energy source greater than we are. you know some people are going to call that God. Some people will call that the source, great mm-hmm. spirit, the Tao. What you know, the different terminologies. Souls originate from, I would say, a high frequency that we might call a divine level.
0: How do we know this?
1: <laughs> Good question. Um, I always say when I'm answering questions that. When I give answers, what I'm doing is, after 25 years of guiding regression clients, basically, for the most part, week in and week out, this is what I've heard from far than more than one client, which causes me to think, since I'm not putting those ideas in the client's mind, they're telling me, I'm not telling them, that there must be validity. If more than one client, more than two clients, usually far more than five clients, have said, Similar things, so that's where my answers basically come from.
0: But that's kind of vague, you know. Because if if we're making statements to the fact that you know we are reincarnated and that we have past lives, how do we quantify its its validity? I mean, besides based on what people who enter a post hypnotic regression session or a hypnotic regression session. Are telling us how do we know that this is not something that they have heard, you know, either listening to a new age show, listening, watching a TV show, or reading a book. How do we know it's a legitimate claim?
1: Yeah, again, really common question. I, I you know, I say to people, if if you could sit beside me mm-hmm. each time I guide a regression or have your own regression, it would. My answer would have even greater v- validity. But to give specifics. About how do we validate the details of a past life? Um, they are things like the the specific details that mm-hmm. the client explains, whether they're you know clothing details, the details of a scene, um, events that happen that just happen out of the blue. Um, spontaneous emotion uh, comes up at times for clients. The past life relates to current life it always has it's therapeutic the past life that comes forward rob is not something i choose consciously for the client and it's not really what the client chooses consciously it's the spiritual guides of the client i have no doubt we all have spiritual guides because they show up spontaneously even for people that you know prior to the regression, didn't believe in it. All right,
0: that. Linda, stand by. You and I have to okay. take our first break. Exonation. Nation, Linda Bachman is our special guest. For more information on Linda, visit her website at www.ravenheartcenter.com. And center is spelled C-E-N-T-E-R. This is the Exon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. So, nation, my guest this hour is Dr. Linda Bachman. Her website is www.ravenheartcenter.com. I understand that there are two different types of souls, Linda, or at least two that are more uh, noticeable or talked about than others. Number one is the earthbound soul, and number two is the interplanetary soul. What is the difference between these two souls? Okay, so
1: on Earth, what I actually call an Earth-based Soul, mm-hmm. is a soul that has been incarnating on Earth, you know, for somewhere between, scientists disagree, somewhere between forty to 50,000 years, repetitively experiencing lives on Earth. Mm-hmm. And when we incarnate, we come into body to evolve. So gaining wisdom, growing, tripping and falling, <laughs> picking themselves back up. So an Earth-based soul is a soul that basically has, has incarnated on Earth repetitively for thousands of years. An interplanetary soul is a soul that only comes to Earth periodically, may not have been on Earth before or perhaps has been on Earth five times, fifty times, a hundred times, but primarily incarnates not on Earth.
0: When we were talking about the um, Earth-based soul, you said scientists disagree on the definition.
1: Scientists disagree on how long um, homo sapien life has existed on Earth. And it's in the range of forty to 60,000 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so scientists give, you know, uh, uh, that range of how long have we had homo sapiens that were incarnating that were incarnated souls. And so essentially the way I explain it is that when Earth was new and souls began to incarnate, here on Earth, souls came from somewhere else. They all had um, originally incarnated somewhere else. Some of us, mm-hmm. I actually am an example of an Earth based soul, some of us came to Earth long, long ago and f- almost exclusively have been incarnating only on Earth. Other souls that are currently in body, that are many of my clients that I've worked with over the last 10 to 15 years are souls that don't primarily come here, but are highly evolved souls that come from other places in the celestial realm, other, you might say, locations, if you will, that are evolved cultures. And those souls, what I've learned from my clients, there are more souls in body right now on Earth who are what I call IP or interplanetary there's a greater influx of those souls right now mm-hmm. because Earth is struggling.
0: All right. Uh, something that, that has raised my interest that you stated, once again, uh, scientists disagree on the definition. And then you said basically said that science, if I understand you, has confirmed the existence of the soul. And if this is the case, who is the scientist and how did they do it?
1: Well... That's not exactly what I'm saying, but there are scientists, yes, studying consciousness. Mm -hmm. There are many scientists studying um, what what you might call non-materialistic consciousness and being able to verify through different research projects that there is a consciousness that, that doesn't necessarily reside within our body.
0: How has this been confirmed and what research projects?
1: Well, some of the research projects um, are ones where um, there's been a number of what is called intercessory prayer research that's mm-hmm. been replicated you know two or three different times where people that are healing from surgery or some kind of you know serious medical mm-hmm. trauma um, some are being prayed for at a distance, and when I say prayed, I don't necessarily mean Christian prayer or Muslim prayer, you know pr- prayer genetically. Some of these people are being prayed for Mm -hmm. at a distance remotely. Others are not being prayed for. And the replicated research continues to show that the ones where there's this energy being sent to them for healing, Mm -hmm. they tend to heal faster. Their blood pressure, you know, balances out more quickly, um, bleeding lessens faster. Right. So there's, That's not the only kind of research that's going on. There's a lot of other um, research uh, basically looking at consciousness. There's Mm -hmm. mediumship research that's been done a lot at the University of Arizona um, looking at, so how do we access information perhaps from a loved one on the other side? How does a medium or a channel um, give information to a client or speak phrases that the loved one would have used? How does that work? There's all types of different research.
0: But there's no proof.
1: Well, it depends on what you want to call proof.
0: I want quantified scientific proof. What other kind of proof is there?
1: I I think that's part of the problem, honestly, Rob, in our culture. Why? Is that, so what do we mean by proof? So, for example, if I guide a client Mm -hmm. and they discover a very detailed past life Mm -hmm. that for them, explains a fear, or explains a prior relationship with someone, mm-hmm. or explains a physical issue they've been struggling with in life today. In my opinion, when information comes forward, sitting with the client, I believe I can sense and intuitively have know that it's that it's valid. But can I prove that mm-hmm. in some black and white fashion? No. But don't you? But don't you okay. think
0: that the, that the onus is on the so-called channels, mediums, psychics? Because for so long, society has been duped by these so-called people. And now, because of the New Age movement, they are seeking credibility. They are seeking to have them be taken seriously. And yet they're doing this without offering any evidence. It's based on belief, not on fact. So how do we change the way that society is supposed to look at these once called charlatans?
1: I, 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 would, I would disagree that it's not based on fact. If I mean, I don't do mediumship mm-hmm. work, yeah. but there are very capable mediums that can um, describe what your loved one looked like mm-hmm. they can give you your loved one's name they can use phrases right. that the loved one used if if that isn't some degree of what you might call case study research um, and you know i'm not in the business of convincing anybody that really and truly is not is not my job um,
0: but uh, but don't you want people to believe you
1: well of course
0: so if if you are making these claims and giving these, these people legitimacy. Isn't it up to you when stating these facts to supply some evidence that would be looked at by the audience to give them the opportunity to say, well, you know, that makes sense?
1: So if 50 of my clients or 100 of my clients, mm-hmm. when they died in a past life, and crossed over and accessed what occurs when we cross over. Mm-hmm. And if there are commonalities to how they describe what happens, or how they describe what you might call uh, locations or mm-hmm. experiences in the spiritual realm, and these people didn't read the same books, mm-hmm. They, I didn't give them that information, then where else would it be coming from
0: uh, i don't know but how can we quantify it if there are so many questions how can we say it's legitimate don't we owe it to to those people who are receiving this information and i don't mean the client i mean the public who obviously are 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 the target of this quest of getting the information out there isn't it up to up to the person or uh, even up to the the psychic, the channeler, or the or the regressionist, to supply the public with the facts, not the supposition. I mean the facts. And if they cannot be proven as facts, should that not be stated?
1: Well, I'm not totally sure, Rob, for what reason you're kind of pushing on this issue.
0: Well, no, the, the reason is if, very simple. If... The reason is very simple, and I will tell you we need to be sure of what we say these days. And all I'm asking for is clarification, that's all.
1: Yeah, of course we do. Yeah, But case study research, if you study case study research, which Mm -hmm. I had to do, I have a PhD in psychology. If you study case study research, what you're looking at, comparability from case to case Mm -hmm. to case. And when you find repetitive information, among a certain number of cases, Mm -hmm. then that is formal case study research.
0: Okay. But isn't isn't research finding today that ESP, telecommunication, or I'm not, uh, sorry, not telecommunication, but telepathy is playing a major part in some of these claims?
1: I don't think it's telepathy that causes a client to describe the details of a past life that fit clearly with their mm-hmm. own life, that explain things. And honestly, I, I say to clients, if this helps you, right. see, it, see it as a metaphor.
0: Right, exactly.
1: If this benefits you, fine. I don't, I don't have to convince them it's not my job, mm-hmm. that it's real. But honestly, if you sat alongside me week in and week out, or had your own regression, right? I think you would comprehend from not just a left brain perspective but also a right brain perspective. I think both are essential.
0: All right, stand by. We've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. ExoNation, Dr. Linda Bachman is our special guest. www.ravenheartcenter.com. and We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. Bachman is our special guest this hour, XO Her website is ravenheartcenter.com. And Linda, where do the interplanetary souls come
1: from? So interplanetary souls are souls that come from or um, incarnate Mm -hmm. in places other than on Earth. They can come from planets, star systems, interdimensional space that does not have density. Um, They come from... You might say locations and cultures that are healthy, healthy, meaning healthy relationships, healthy nutrition, um, lack of violence, lack of uh, denigration of one culture against another. Um, And and honestly, if you'd asked me, Rob, 20 to 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. did I even believe there were souls that came from somewhere else? back then, as a conventional psychologist, which is what I once was, I would have thought that was just literally crazy, until I began to regress clients. And I didn't tell them where they were going when they accessed past lives. They went there spontaneously.
0: Why did you start regressing?
1: I fell into, so I'll give you this story in a shortened version. Um, About 25 and a half years ago, um, my original psychologist colleague with whom we build a group practice of psychologists and psychiatrists neither one of us were spiritually oriented mm-hmm. um, he died in his early 30s from a type of lung cancer I didn't believe in any of this it was not on my radar radar screen at all I began to sense his energy around me after he passed I began to sense him um, communicating with me at first, I thought that was really bizarre, and I'd read one book about reincarnation. I didn't know if I believed in it or I didn't. I began to sense that I was intuiting information about lives I'd shared with him. I turned to my husband, who did not I didn't think believed in any of this. My husband was a university professor for almost 30 years. I explained this to my husband, and he looked at me and he said, you know, I guess I'd repressed what happened to me as a boy when I was growing up and I said to my husband what are you talking about and he said only now do I remember that as a boy I spontaneously remembered my past lives I knew details of those lives I tucked it away and never told anyone because I figured they'd think I was crazy Um, that's how I fell into this work
0: so how does understanding our past lives help us in our current lives
1: because our past lives explain things in our current life that aren't explained any other way, relationship issues or struggles or relationship connections, mm-hmm. sometimes physical issues that no doctor can explain can be lessened or released by understanding their remnants of a past life. Mm-hmm. We have fears and phobias that go back to past life events that we don't understand. Therefore, you know they affect us. Once we comprehend where they're coming from, we can often lessen them. So, uh, essentially, we come into body to evolve as a soul. That's why we incarnate lifetime to lifetime. It's how we grow. It's like going to school. Mm-hmm. And so past lives help us understand karma. What? Where did we take actions in past lives that weren't the most useful, that we need to balance in life today? Or dharma, what... Um, accomplishments. What did we? Mm, what soul intentions did we accomplish in mm-hmm. a past life that in life today we don't believe we've ever accomplished? Like um, having, you know, being a capable parent, having a comfortable romantic relationship, mm-hmm. um, earning a, a a comfortable living. Um, so we have karma. We have dharma. That's how we evolve as a soul.
0: But what happens if a person's got a good life and everything is good? Like, I've got six great kids. They're all doing fantastic. I've had a wonderful career. I've got a loving wife, 12 grandchildren. You know, what more could I ask for?
1: Well, those are not necessarily the kind of people that come for regression. Now, mm-hmm. they might. They might want to understand more deeply what is their purpose. Well, for what reason did they choose to embody this time? And so even someone like you just described, Rob, um, may, may come for the type of regression that, that is the longer kind of regression. I guide past life and I guide um, soul-level regression. They might want to understand, why am I here? Yeah. Am I doing all I came to do? But why, why, there... do, we,
0: why do we need to go back? You know, I, what I've seen over the years is that it seems the people who are weak in life seek out these answers, because they do not have the ability to to make things right in their life, and they're looking for excuses on why they're such a failure.
1: I completely, I, you know, with all due respect, I completely disagree. Oh, well, Of course um, you would. I don't call that weakness. What is it then? It's they're seeking to understand themselves at a deeper level in order to move forward more forward in their lives they're looking for deeper answers about who are they at the core level why are they here i don't honestly i don't think it has anything to do with weakness in fact i often think it's completely related to strength and it's related to the depth of understanding of who am i and what more can i do both for my own soul evolution but the evolution Mm -hmm. of this human culture, which in my humble opinion is kind of, if you will, a mess at the moment.
0: Right. Um, I, I can I can agree with that to a certain extent, but I, I, it looks as to me that people who seek New Age reality are looking for New Age excuses.
1: So for you, what does New Age reality or New Age excuses mean?
0: Well, I, I mean these people who who go to New Age practitioners for for advice uh, who go to these people seeking answers who go to these people they go to psychics they go to channels they go to mediums in my opinion it's because they can't face life they ha- they cannot see their own fallacies they cannot see what is you know stopping them from being successful stopping themselves from being uh, lovable you know, first of all, if you can't love yourself, you can't love anyone else, number one. You know, uh, people look at, at, at challenges in their lives as, as failures. Well, challenges in your lives are, in my opinion, are, you know, strategies to success. They're lessons. Of course. You know, and, and it seems that the people who seek, uh, you know, well, I, I don't know why I'm this way now. There must be something in my past. Yeah, it's in your past. Take a look at the, your current past why you know have is there something that you've done wrong in life is there something that that you've missed Uh, i i really don't believe in past life regression i don't believe in the in the hereafter well i you know i i i believe that a person has the ability to do anything they want but they need to take the initiative themselves they need to look at the man in the mirror and investigate their lives i believe that's where the answers lie
1: so I don't, I'll be honest, I don't mm. understand for what reason you're interviewing me given I believe we've lived before and we will live again. And this is a continuum, not a single shot deal this lifetime.
0: I'm, I'm looking for answers. I'm looking for proof of what people are saying.
1: And what would constitute proof?
0: Evidence scientifically quantified evidence something that can be proven beyond the shadow of a doubt religion has been trying to do it for years the new age movement has been trying to do it for years and when it comes to the 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 proof it sounds great but you know to to quote a Wendy's commercial where's the beef
1: so, what, you're, what I hear you saying is life is completely, we are purely left-brained individuals, that our right hemisphere of our brain serves no purpose.
0: What I'm saying is that we are the creation of ourselves, that we come to this existence as a blank hard drive that you buy at a computer store. And through our lives and through our actions, we program the hard drive.
1: I don't, I, uh, Rob. Honestly, I'm not totally sure why. Then I'm a guest because I have no doubt we are a soul living one life to mm-hmm. the next, growing and evolving. We bring our history with us. We we bring our 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 pitfalls as well as our accomplishments. Right. We are continuing to grow and evolve as a soul. This isn't a one shot deal. Or I wouldn't have done this work for twenty-five years.
0: But I, I guess what I'm trying to get to, Linda, is why you and others out there are so sure.
1: Because of the content that comes forward for people that comes from their left brain and their right brain. Where else would they get that? The internet. And can can Oops. we can we prove? that there is a higher power or a higher force. I, I'm, not a heavy, I'm not a religious person, mm-hmm. but I also don't see myself as a new age, love and light person.
0: All right, we've gotta take our final uh, break for this hour, and I just wanna thank uh, Dr. Bachman for joining us. I think that mm-hmm. uh, that she needs a reality check. I don't believe anything that she has said to us tonight, Exo Nation. So I think I'm going to play a bit of a spoof that works wonderfully with this. I'll be back on the other side as we... as we kind of look at life in a different light. It's called reality. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Welcome back, ExoNation. I decided at the end of the last segment that uh, I was not going to bring our guest back on, Linda Bachman. Her stick is Past Lives and Between Lives Soul Regression Sessions and Training, which means she makes money out of this. Now, let's take a look at what we were talking about. Uh, At one point, she said, Scientists disagree on a definition of souls. No scientist. Has ever confirmed the fact that there is a soul, not one. Number one. Then the shtick of Earth-based souls and interplanetary souls. Hmm. So there are souls out there on other planets. And once again, science has not confirmed the fact of life on other planets but this is a great new age shtick i've been doing this show for 29 years and i love how guests fluctuate from belief to belief to belief to belief Where's the proof? Where's the evidence exoneration? Come on, we're all sensible people here. Well, most of us are anyway, on this side of the microphone and that side of the listening audience where you are. It scares the hell out of me that licensed psychologists are turning into these regression gurus and are spreading the manure that we have lived many lives. That people come to them and they want to go back in time, in past lives, to understand why their life now is so screwed up. Well, that's a big hint right there because you can't take responsibility for yourself. Because if you could, as I tried to point out to the doctor, they wouldn't go to them in the first place. Whatever happened to going to your minister? Whatever happened to talking to your family? Whatever happened to talking to your best friend about these problems? You know, my best friend when I was growing up, Don Murdoch, a super guy, we talked about everything. Then I was fortunate enough to meet my wife who was my very best friend, and we talked about everything. No secrets. None whatsoever. Our children talk to us openly, honestly, because there's no judgment. We don't say, well, you know what? The problem is not with our parenting. The problem is not with your job. The problem is not with your lack of attention in school. The problem is who you were in a past life. So what you need to do is go down to see a past life regressionist and get yourself hypnotized and go back in previous lives. And then, before you go to the past life regressionist, I, I, I hate to tell you this, but you know your soul may not be from Earth. It may be from another planet, another dimension, another reality. You may have been a donkey in another life on another planet. Who knows? But you're here to learn. And and you know what? Because you can't face reality, go see a hypnotherapist. What a bunch of bunk. What a bunch of bunk. If anything, the New Age community has spawned a group of people who have the ability to find excuses for why people fail and then charge them for these for these sessions I don't care if you're a doctor I don't care if you're a PhD in fact PhD means piled higher and deeper 99% of all these so-called PhDs have actually gotten their degrees off of the Internet I'm not saying that this is the case with our guest tonight I am not saying that at all I am saying that I've had other guests on that we've done background investigations on that have proven to be anything but credible. They get them from these uh, internet schools, the the universal church of bull crap. And they spew this crap. They spew this disinformation. There's more of a conspiracy cover-up and crap being perpetrated with the New Age community than there is by the government. Like, come on, do we really believe this stuff? Now, you know, I've had scientists on who have gone through universities, who have done their tenure, who, who have the degrees, the diplomas, and the credentials to quantify their statements. I give them the benefit of the doubt but not one of them has come on this show and said you know what Rob souls are real do you know what Rob we've lived lives before do you know what Rob aliens are real and they're out there you know what Rob Bigfoot is real do you know what Rob ghosts ooh, they are real haunted houses are real Rob not one and yet you get all these new age people who decided that they're experts because either they write a book, usually, you know, self-published. Number two, they actually have the gift of the gab and they convince other people that they know what the hell they're talking about. Or, or they spend $12 on GoDaddy.com and they pay a server to put up a website and all of a sudden they're an expert. No. why do I ask these questions because you make the statements and if you make a statement on this show you're not going to get the snorri nori routine you're not going to get the other podcast routines you're going to get the X-zone we want answers we want the truth because you the listener the viewer the reader deserve it. I'm not here to, to hold the guest hand and to pat them on the back and say, how great you are, how wonderful you are, you are such a service to society, unless they deserve it. At the beginning of this hour, I thanked the police officers in Pittsburgh, the first responders, for what they did. I gave my heartfelt felt. Sorrow to the people who lost relatives and friends in that useless, violent attack in the synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That comes from the heart. What else comes from the heart is my questions to a guest who cannot successfully answer my questions. That's what upsets me. That raises more flags than enough. Quote and unquote, scientists disagree on the definition. You said it, I didn't. And then confirmed by science, who, what, when, where, why, could not be answered. How do we know there's an earthbound soul? How do we know there's an earth-based soul? How do we know there's an interplanetary-based soul? Where is the evidence? Or like I love asking people, where's the beef? Remember that Wendy's commercial? Little old lady would come up and say, "Where's the beef?" We need to ask that question more in today's society because there are charlatans out there. There are charlatan uh, psychics. There are charlatan channels. There are charlatan mediums. And you notice how everything within the New Age works into everything. Like, twenty-five years ago, she didn't believe. But you know, and and my heart goes out to the family of the the coworker that she that she lost all of a sudden she felt the presence she had read a book on reincarnation it makes me wonder if certain people are able to differentiate between fact and fiction and where does the mind's power play in all of this where does the mind's belief or the person's belief translate into thought transmission how do we know that these aren't waking dreams? I, I, I'm not talking about the 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 example that I give that the only difference between a dream and reality is doing something, but you know the nightmares that you have, or or the dreams that you're greater than you really are, or 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 the the other weird dreams that we all have, based on our. I I, I don't know. we deserve the truth we deserve the facts we deserve honesty and if you don't know the answer to something say I don't know but if you're going to tell me scientists disagree on a definition tell me who the scientist is how they came to that conclusion or don't say it at all because what it does is you just put your foot in your mouth When you can't answer these questions, you, the audience, I know this for a fact because I got the emails, say, wow, Rob, that guest didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Thank you for for weeding them out. You know what? That's my pleasure. And I do that Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, here in the X Zone. Now, I'll be back on the other side of this news break as we continue from our broadcast center in Hamilton because this is a place where fact is fiction and fiction well sometimes is reality and other times it's nothing else but a bunch of bull crap. I'm Rob McConnell don't go away.